Welcome to Pirate Talk Radio. In this podcast, I discuss everything Sea of Thieves, from lore to PvP, to even what fish you can catch for the hunter's call. Please sit back, relax, and join me on this adventure. Welcome back to Pirate Talk Radio. I am Davram, you are the audience, and this is episode 40. I hope everyone is having a good time with season three. Um, I've had my season three basically done for, well, most of last month, uh, since we had the Pirate Life uh, update uh, to kick off season three. There was a lot of stuff to do, a lot of stuff to see. Um, like, I, like I've mentioned many times, I think the the... Pirate Life update with the introduction of Pirates of the Caribbean, though I think it was at the wrong time. Um, though I think there's way too many things um, that Sea of Thieves has to work on uh, to fix storylines, lore. There, there's just, in my opinion, way too much um, that they had to work on and had to do uh, before Pirate's Life. But that's not to take away from the hard work and the incredible... Uh, adventure that was a pirate's life through the pirates of the Caribbean stuff. It's given, um, you know, a lot of content creators, things to talk about. Um, people who like to speculate gives them a lot of stuff to talk about, gives us uh, podcast folks a lot to talk about. But at the end of the day, pirate's life is now behind us though. It was a huge part of our, um, our season three. It was, you know, July big, you know, huge. It's, it's now behind us, and we are now into the last two uh, months of season uh, season three. We've got August and uh, September left, and in typical Sea of Thieves fashion, the news has dried up, and the content has dried up like it has in the past. Um, again, uh, going into seasons, uh, I was under the impression based on what was coming from rare that the content was going to be developed as a large scale patch at the beginning, um, followed by quality of life patches. But the idea was the content would last for an entire season. Uh, and they have yet to put out a season where quite frankly, their, their battle pass for the majority of players has even lasted a month. Some of the more hardcore players, it doesn't even last a week. Some people get it done within a day. Now, again, we can't all we can't judge Rare and their content based on the hardcore members and how fast they can push through stuff. They can't even base it on me, who plays a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, not like the hardcore players. It took me about, I think, two, maybe two and a half weeks to complete this. Um, and that was, again, just kind of playing casually, um, not really pushing anything, but it, it's, it's, it's really not fulfilling the promises that they gave us, um, going into seasons. Now we talked about season one was pretty much already done by the time it came out. 
Season 2 was well into development at that point. It was too late to make adjustments based on the feedback on Season 1. However, we were also promised that Season 3, we would start to see changes to things like world events. We would start to see changes to things like how long it takes to complete the Plunder Pass. We'd start to see some of those changes. Now, I think we've seen some, very few, couple pieces of sand in a large bucket, such as we're not getting duplicate Emporium items uh, in the Plunder Pass's rewards. Um, we are seeing the rebirth of the Emissary system in a rollover time frame that I think is very good uh, for the player base. We did see a massive amount, five to be honest, which when we had what, the original nine and then two additional um, tall tales. So five tall tales is a lot. That was great. It was awesome. And it was, it was nice to see it. It was nice to play through, but it didn't last the entire season. It lasted a month. Now, again, the, the, the PR spin that we will get from any sort of comments is like, like this, just like the, the PR spin we get all the time. Well, there's 20 million, 2 million, 5 million, whatever the player number they want to spit out at us that we can't actually validate because, well, those numbers aren't ever released. Of those players, only 2% have actually completed a top pirate's life. Well, are you talking about active players that are playing every single day? Are you talking about the average unique players that are playing every single month? Or are you talking about anyone who has ever logged in for even a minute into Sea of Thieves? Those are very different. And if you're basing your statistics off of anyone who may have logged into Sea of Thieves for five minutes or 30 minutes or maybe even a couple hours one time and never touched the game again, that's not your player base. Your player base are, are, are the players who are logging in weekly, who are logging in multiple times a month. That's your player base. And those should be the numbers we talk about. But... I doubt, even though, again, we don't have those statistics, I doubt those player statistics are actually going to show up and look like the beautiful number of whatever they put on their website. I'm kind of curious now. I'm going to pull up their website right now. I'm actually kind of curious as to what the big PR number is on the main, uh, uh, the main website. Uh, 20 million players to date. That's a PR spin if I've ever heard one. Because again, it doesn't say concurrent players. It doesn't say active players. We have no sort of, of qualification of what that 20 million player means. We have no idea. We have no idea. So we always have to take that information as a grain of salt unless they release some more information on what that 20 million players is. I can guarantee you, based on how dead the servers have been recently... It's not 20 million players playing right now. And that's just how it goes. <laughs> that's just how it goes. Um, but in, in general, the content's dried up. Pirate's life is, re is, is pretty much over for, um, for the average player, I would say. And we're now in a state, again, with two months remaining where we don't really have anything to do except the same old thing we have been doing. Now, some people may come back and say, well, you have the plunder games. Well, I, I listened to the Keelhaul podcast and my buddy, Captain Logan, who's been a guest on this show, and it's pretty bad. Now, Captain Logan and I, 
disagree on a lot of things as far as when it comes to the development of this game and how it should be treated and the criticism of this game. We, we have differing opinions on that, and that's fine. We are really good friends, and it always makes for a good conversation, which I appreciate. But it's really bad when Captain Logan, who is very much a cheerleader for this game, uh, very much a great cheerleader for this game, and the fact that I can't believe some of the high-end people at Rare haven't actually sat down and talked to him, considering I'm pretty sure he runs the longest-running Sea of Thieves podcast and probably the most popular Sea of Thieves podcast out there, the fact that Rare hasn't given him the light of day is a complete injustice. Now, I don't know if anyone at Rare is actually listening to my show or not. I'm very critical of the company and really critical of the game. But get someone on Logan's podcast. Jesus. You guys started up your podcast to make it some sort of schedule. And I'll to be honest, based on my live streaming uh, history, I keep a really good schedule. Not in live streaming. All right? I've done pretty good with the content on, on Pirate Talk Radio. But in, in general... <laughs> You guys have no idea what consistency is over there at Rare. Not only in your game, but also in the content that you're producing. Because we haven't had a see of, the see of these podcast was here, then it disappeared, then it came back and it was supposed to happen frequently, and now it's gone again. So, I, I don't know. But Logan is doing an amazing job at covering this, and you guys aren't on there. So get on his podcast. But the point of this is, in his last episode, if you if you don't listen to that, make sure you go check out the Keelhaul podcast on all the podcasting apps, YouTube, all that fun stuff. He made mention that the content is dried up and, and the Plunder Games is, well, let's be honest, not his words, my words, shit. I mean, the fact that, that you get 10,000, oh, sorry, not even 10,000 gold, 9,999 gold for completing... The same thing we've done a hundred times now with their different events is absolutely just an injustice to the player base. It's it's a slap in the face to us players. Now, I did mention in the last episode that I, I think things like this is great for the new players to encourage them to keep logging on and to encourage them to get gold so they can buy new cosmetics and get out of the Kraken outfits and the Crab outfits. But for the majority of your player base... We've done all these, and we've done all these time and time again. So the fact that the best reward you're giving us is the best guaranteed, I'll say guaranteed reward that you're giving us, 9,999 gold, which most of us feel is a useless piece of junk anyways because it's an infinite thing in this game. Just play it with an emissary flag up. Don't waste your time doing the plunder games. Now, with that being said, there are hidden rewards, but they're not rewards that you just get, to, to, from what I can tell. These are rewards that are given to you just based on the Sea of Thieves shot contest. Hashtag SOT shot. Um, and things like that. People who are taking pictures or creating content for Sea of Thieves that, uh, that are doing things that are using this theme of the plunder games apparently are getting rewards. I've seen tweets of people getting the obsidian banjo, which I am missing people getting the obsidian capstan, which I am missing, but I don't like things that aren't public. And I don't like things that are not, that are hidden and, and someone else is choosing whether I'm worthy enough to get it based on 
pictures or screenshots or or uh, little movie clips or whatever, that's bullshit to me, okay? If you're going to give away rewards, then put it in the game, make it public, and say, if you complete these bits of the plunder games, then you get these rewards. If you make it public, guess what? People are going to log on and do it. I can tell you right now, I have had no interest in the past couple weeks to log on and really just farm the shit out of plunder games because I don't care about gold. I don't need gold. It's just something that I don't care about. And if that was the big push to honor the Olympics, it's a pretty shitty way of honoring them. But also, it doesn't it doesn't push your players to long on. That's like a game like World of Warcraft saying, okay, you can log in every single day and you can do this daily quest every single day. And that daily quest will give you 500 gold if you do it every single day. But if you take a really interesting screenshot on it, you might get something else like a mount or a cosmetic. That's not going to save your players from logging in. One, people already hate daily shit anyways. The majority of players out there, World of Warcraft MMO players, whatever you are, the concept of dailies is bad. But on a business side, it's ingenious because it gets players to log in every single day. But in order to unlock that, in order to get your player base to get on every single day, you have to have something they want. Okay? 500 gold in World of Warcraft is nothing. If it takes me 15 to 30 minutes a day of my time to get 500 gold in World of Warcraft, I would rather not log in. If it takes me 15, 20 minutes to get on Sea of Thieves, sail to a beacon, and light it for 9,999 gold, I would rather not log in. Now, and, war, and wow, put a mount behind it, I'm in. You got my 30 minutes. In Sea of Thieves, you put an obsidian banjo, an obsidian capstan, obsidian wheel, you put some of these limited time like obsidian stuff behind it, you got my 30 minutes. I'll log in. But it's not there. And if it is, it's hidden and us players don't know about it. And if we don't know about it, we're not going to care about it. We're not going to care about it. So I don't know if this is true or not, but I have seen tweets from people that have gotten some cosmetics that they want based on screenshots and content they've created. I don't, again, nothing was announced. I... Sea of Thieves is one of the only Twitter accounts that every time they tweet, I get a phone alert about it because I want, because I do this show and I want to know what's going on. And I've seen nothing about that except when they launched the plunder games, they said there are some hidden rewards out there for people who take screenshots and stuff like that. So I, I don't know what these rewards are. Tell me what the rewards are and maybe I will spend the time in your game to do that. But aside from that, what is there for me to do? I've got three months to unlock this current emissary um, rewards, which, by the way, look absolutely fantastic. The bits of the ship you get look great. And even though I probably would never use them, the weapons, the, the Athena emissary weapons look absolutely fantastic as well. I can never complain about the art style in this game. 
But if you don't tell me what I can do or what I get aside from gold, if gold is what you're telling me I can get, you're not going to get me to log into your game unless it's an obscene amount, like millions. Then, then, then I might get in and, you know, make some of that coin. But if it's 9,999, not even rounded up 10,000, not, let's not even talk about what it's doing to my OCD. But if it was 10,000, maybe, just maybe I'll log in. And the fact that Logan, again, who is a great person, a great friend of mine, and a cheerleader of this game, when this game does not even sometimes deserve to have cheerleaders, he has always got that pom-pom up and, and cheering people on to play this game. Even him saying this gold reward is kind of just lame. That says a lot. That says a lot. Um, so if you're out there, Rare, and there are hidden rewards out there, then tell people how to get them. Don't lock them behind your screen comp your screen shot and video competitions because I'll tell you this right now, they're bullshit. I've looked at many of your winners' screenshots, and sure, they're cool pictures. Their theme, what they're trying to do, or the theme that you've got that they're trying to live up to is garbage. Garbage. Now, some of them are very good, but a lot of them are garbage. It's like you just throw these things into a hat and pick a couple out, whether they really look like the theme or not. I saw some absolutely fantastic and super creative Sea of Thieves screenshots with the last uh, movie one. That blew the winners out of the water. Blew them out of the water. Absolutely outstanding. Reenactments of movies. Not picked. Yet some lame ones were picked that were just completely pointless. So if you're, if you're going to tie rewards around these screenshot competitions, at least have some intelligence. At least have some eyeballs. Maybe have the community vote on something. Because you're really bad at it. You're just, you're bad at it. But if you're going to put some hidden rewards behind this stuff, tell the people what the rewards are. Even if they're random. Even if you have to do all of the, the, the plunder games thing. And every time you do them, you have a chance to unlock a reward. And you tell them what reward they have a chance to unlock. You don't even have to tell them a specific one. Tell me, here is a pool. <clears throat> Of 10 cosmetics. And as you, every time you complete a plunder games check mark, you have a chance to get one of those cosmetics of which you don't have. And pick cosmetics that a lot of people don't have. Use things from the obsidian six pack. Use things from, <coughs> from the, the, the flintlock, the, the tankard. Use stuff from the Obsidian stuff, <clears throat> right? Don't use Insider stuff. Maybe maybe take the the Obsidian stuff and reskin it, recolor it, and say this is the uh, the the you know Plunder Games version. And and every time you complete a Plunder Games, you have a chance to unlock one of these cosmetics in which you don't have, and and it's a pool, right? That way, players, especially if you use the Obsidian stuff. That way, if there's players out there who have the six-pack or have pieces of the ship, they still have incentive to log on. But if you keep it hidden and it's, oh, well, if you take a screenshot and we like it or we pull your name out of the hat, we'll give you something. That's not a good way to get players to log in. I sure as hell isn't. 
aren't, am not. I don't know how the grammar goes there. I was never a grammar teacher. But yeah, that entire system is just bad. It's just bad. But the point of this whole rant uh, for the past 20 minutes is that there are things that you can be doing in the game right now, right? We've got the plunder games. Uh, those go on till, I believe, August 16th. Um, they're time-gated, uh, but I believe you'll have a little bit extra time once the last one unlocks. You'll have till the 16th. Uh, there are Twitch drops coming up. I believe they're somewhere um, around the 16th, maybe just before the 16th, where we'll have another round of Twitch drops um, to watch. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see if it's going to be uh, partners or if it's going to be everyone. Um, I really hope they unlock it for everyone, even though I don't stream on Twitch anymore. I hope they unlock it for everyone because that did great things for the smaller streamers out there to get some visibility. And I think companies should do more of that. I was very proud to see Rare did that. I was hoping that was going to be a permanent change, but clearly it's not. Um, you've got the two months left in season three. If you haven't finished that up, the emissary ledger has reset. So if you didn't get all your rewards in July, you've got August and then there'll be another reset and you have September is your last chance to get the current uh, emissary rewards that are out there. And finally, um, if you have Amazon prime and you link that with your Twitch account, you will get Twitch gaming freebies. And right now, if you go to Twitch, you can get the Ruby splash tail hall, which is ugly as shit, but some people like it. So go get it. I have it just because I'm a completionist, but then again, I bought the stupid thing. And you also get one of the knife trick emotes, which Personally, I absolutely love that emote and I use it all the time. So, um, uh, but again, I bought it. It would, it was purchased, uh, from the Emporium and all the money that I spend there. Yeah, we won't, we won't talk about that. Um, but there are things you can be doing right now. If you, if you are not so inclined and you don't have some of these things done, there are definitely things for players to do. Um, obviously for a lot of players out there, having, Although content that lasts for three months, it's, it's not a big deal to them, right? They love Sea of Thieves. They've got a group that they play with on a K like on, on the regular and stuff like that. It's great. It's great. Unfortunately for people like me who are working on so many different projects, not to mention real life and, and real life work. And I have convention appearances coming up, which if, uh, if, uh, if you're going to Gen Con in Indianapolis or you are going to origins in Columbus, Ohio, um, I will be at both of those. I'll be appearing at both of those. So, um, you can, you can, you know, tweet me or something like that. If you would like to get a picture or, or say hello, I would love to meet folks out there. Um, but I'll, I'll talk more about that when I'll be there. Um, and once we get closer, those aren't until September. Um, but I've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I, I still somehow, even with all the shit going on at Blizzard, I still managed to log on and play, uh, in my raid group, uh, twice or three times a week in world of Warcraft. Uh, that might be coming to an end just based on all the dumb that's going on at Blizzard. But for someone like me, who's, there's a lot of stuff going on. If you don't give me a good incentive to log in, it doesn't have to be a great incentive, but if it's not even a good incentive, I'm not going to log into your game. And coming from someone who makes content, and thank you to each and every one of you out there who has made this show in just 40 episodes extremely successful, I appreciate each and every one of you out there. Even for someone like me, I can cover this. 
I can do this show. I can do this job. I can create this podcast for you guys without ever logging into the game. Now I do because I love the game, but I can do a show on this game without logging into the game. There's a lot of people out there who create shows without ever logging into the game because there's plenty of news out there. There's plenty of people to talk to, but I haven't, I can say I haven't played Sea of Thieves in two weeks. I keep up with the game, but there's no incentive right now with my incredibly busy life for me to log into the game. And that's really sad because I love the game, but I'm not going to dedicate precious moments of my day to log into a video game that quite frankly has nothing going on. Take that back. To log into a video game that has nothing meaningful for me going on. For some people, there are things to, to, to log in. So it, it's not, it's, it's, it's meaningful for some, but I would say for the majority of players, for the average player, for the hardcore player, there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. And with New World coming up, New World looks absolutely fantastic, by the way. If you haven't checked out New World, the closed beta just ended. I didn't play any of the closed beta because I, I want to play it fresh. And some of the data mining that's came out now that the, the closed beta is closed, that game looks fantastic. I actually uh, had a conversation with, with Captain Logan on Discord um, the other day, and we were, I was telling him to check out New World. And I said, New World is what Sea of Thieves should be, right? That is an open world game with cities and stuff like that. And a lot of players, that's what it should be. You want to solve the PvP, VP, VE, v whatever, New World has a system. Now, with the way Sea of Thieves is set up and the shittiness of their servers not allowing more players to be on their servers at any given time, that's not going to be possible for them because you can't just flag out of PvP and Sea of Thieves because if four boats out of the potential six flagged out of PvP, well, you've just taken the fun out of it for the 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 pvp players out there you can't do that but new world has a great system and there's a lot of players playing it so being able to toggle on pvp and pve was is an excellent uh, excellent thing by those developers and there's plenty of stuff to go on and there's plenty of stuff to do in that game that even if you are a pvp player there's plenty of people who want to fight out there but there's also plenty of people who have other things they would like to do that are keeping them entertained so I, I told Logan, I said, New World is what Sea of Thieves should put on the shelf and say, we want to be more like that. We want to have more stable servers like that. Now, their closed beta got a little iffy at the end, but we want a PvE, VPV, whatever system like that. We want a world and servers that can, that can sustain that many people like that. Okay. They're two very different games. But I can tell you right now, if I put them side by side as massive multiplayer games that have PvE and PvP in them, New World is way ahead of Sea of Thieves in, in, this, in this realm. And that game launches at the end of next month. So guess what I'm doing in September? I'm not playing Season 3. I'm grinding out New World. Right? I'll still log in, finish up whatever emissary ledgers I need to do to get my rewards for my, my, my treasure chest. But uh, but New World looks good. 
And I strongly suggest if you haven't checked that out to, to go check it out. So yeah, it's just, it's really sad to me that the promises that Sea of Thieves made to us, Joe Neat, Mike Chapman, the development team on that podcast made to us, including the schedule of the podcast, they're not keeping their promises. And I, and unfortunately, uh, with my conversations with a lot of long-term Sea of Thieves players, this isn't the first time, and it probably won't be the last time that Rare breaks promises to its player base. And it's really sad to see, because it's, a, it's an amazing game. I love this game. I just wish they could keep to their word. It's very important to keep to your word. So that's the current news going on, right? That's, that's, that's it, right? That's, that's all the news we have. It's all the news we have. And it's, it's sad that that's all the news we have. But don't worry. I tweeted out, I tweeted out yesterday that this episode took me some time to put together for two reasons. One, the content is as dry as the Sahara Desert right now. But I had some things that I put together in my head that I wanted to talk about. It went on a little bit longer than I thought there. But there is something that I always can turn to when I need some content to discuss about this game. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But first, I want to take a moment and thank each and every one of you who have been listening to this podcast for the past 40 episodes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is absolutely amazing. And I am so humbled that this show has done so well in so short of time. And it's because of each and every one of you that tune in and listen for free every single week and I can't blame you for tuning in for free but if you would like to financially support the podcast you can do that at patreon.com slash TV we have a series of different monthly tiers for you that start as low as a dollar all right start as low as a dollar you don't have to it's completely voluntary but it goes directly to me and supports this uh podcast there is obviously rental space for hosting the podcast. There's equipment uh, upkeep and stuff like that. And it supports all my content. So it's, it's, it's this podcast, but I do other po content, um, a, a, as well. And it, you know, it's, it's an expensive hobby to have. So if you enjoy the content, uh, and you, and you can support it and, or you want to support it, patreon.com slash TV. If you're like, ah, I really don't want to support this foul-mouthed loud man, I don't blame you with that either. So what you can also do, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, up at the top, you'll see a little ticker of our charity uh, for this year, which is our eighth year supporting Extra Life, which is a charity that helps children pay for their health care. Now this year, the community is banding together to try to raise $5,000 by the end of the year. So every dollar helps. If you would like to help support Extra Life, which goes directly to children's hospitals to help to pay for housing, to help to pay for equipment, and to help to take care of these children who are in much worse states than all of us, you can check out the link in the show notes um, and, and donate directly uh, to my page. And all of that money never comes to me. It goes directly to Extra Life and supporting children's hospitals across the country. You can also support us if you like coffee. You can check out Death Wish Coffee. Again, the link is in the show notes below for all of these ways to support the podcast. I love coffee, and I drink a lot of it. Uh, and if you'd like to help support my caffeine addiction, 
you can check out the link below, which is our affiliation with Death Wish Coffee, and you'll save 15% off your very first order. Three different ways to support the show, and I very, very, very much appreciate it. And I very much appreciate each and every one of you. The Discord link will also be below that you can check out our Game Legion community Discord. The name may change coming up. I've got some projects in the works, maybe another podcast. I'm really having a lot of fun doing doing this show, and I wouldn't mind doing another podcast that, that doesn't revolve around a single game, but might be uh, something a little different. So stay tuned for that as well. But now you may be asking, you said the content was dry in Sea of Thieves right now. So what in God's name are you going to talk about for the next 30 minutes? Well, it's probably not going to be 30 minutes. I probably won't do a, a hour-long episode like I normally do just because of the lack of things going on. But I went to the old trusty Reddit who absolutely blew me apart, um, destroyed me, and broke my soul uh, not too long ago on a video I released, but that's fine. Um, I, I enjoy when people get angry at me, <clears throat> makes me feel good, <clears throat> makes me feel like I'm doing my job. And, uh, <clears throat> one of the most popular upvoted, um, posts on the Sea of Thieves subreddit is a post by Mr. Furious, Furious Truth, Mr. Furious Truth. Uh, this was posted on, uh, uh, looks like. August the 3rd, based on the timestamp. Uh, and it's a discussion post, and it says, Unpopular opinion. Other players are never obligated to fight you. Now, I'm going to dis I'm going to read you the post from uh, Mr. Furious uh, Truth, and you all know where I stand with PvP. Uh, and I know a lot of folks who listen to this podcast are PvP cutthroats. Shout out to the cutthroats. Love you guys. Um, and... Let me just read it to you, and then then I'm going to to talk on both sides of, of this argument because I think it's a very good uh, conversation. I think um, Mr. Furious Truth uh, posted a very very interesting point of view, very very good discussion starter, uh, and based on the uh, the post below, definitely like me and got some people's uh, dander riled up, which I always like. So here we go. Here is the post. Unpopular opinion. Other players are never obligated to fight you. I don't care what emissary flag they're flying. No crew owes another crew a fight. Maybe the runners need to log off because it's bedtime. Maybe the runners are new. And no, they can't win a fight against the chasers. I get that this is especially triggering to content creators. Because it doesn't make for good content. I sympathize. However, running is part of the game. It is still a contest of sailing skill and coordination as a crew. If you get salty because you don't like the way the emergent gameplay shook out, then tough. Pull up your big pirate underwear, find another server. No one is forcing you to chase another ship. I think that's an excellent, excellent post because when we are looking at Sea of Thieves and we're looking at the big content creators of the Sea of Thieves, right? So we're talking about the Pace 22s. We're talking about 
the Beardageddons. We're talking about the Boxy Fresh. We're talking about LD Silver, Mixel Pixel, Spamels, Falcor. We're talking about a lot of creators that have hundreds to thousands of views every single day on Sea of Thieves. And though some of them, and many of those creators are very different in their approach, one thing is true. They all get irritated when someone runs away. They get angry. They get triggered. They get pissy. They talk about Reaper Runners. Falcor talks about it all the time. They talk about people being cowards and, 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 and scared and running. And why would you play a game with PvP if you're not going to PvP? Well, here's the thing. These same players, especially Falcor, talk about tools, not rules, which is what Sea of Thieves is based around. In order to fight someone, you have to face them. Sometimes that means you have to sail better than them. Which means, if someone's running from you, use the old brain piece. Use the old noggin. Outsail them. Now, maybe for you, spending an hour, two hours chasing down a ship isn't fun. Personally, I think it's a lot of fun because one of the things I love doing in Sea of Thieves is seeing if I can outsail someone, seeing if my scale sail or my ability to adjust sails, to turn the ship, to harpoon around, to do crazy anchor turns is better than other people. Now I'll fight, I'll chase, I'll PVP. I absolutely love it. But sometimes I want to challenge someone to a naval battle. I want to challenge someone to who can sail better. Can you catch me? Or can I catch you? Can you outrun me? I love that about Sea of Thieves. I love the naval aspect about this game. Angles, shortcuts, anchor turns, harpoon turns, cannon shots for the, for, for the, for the anchor. Running people around the map, around islands, through rocks, whatever it may be. Who is going to make the mistake that allows the other person to get away? I love it. I love the chase. I love chasing other ships. But there are a lot of really negative things that we see, especially in, in streams of content, a large-scale content creator bashing players for running. I think that's really bad. And I think as partners, many of the, all those players that I mentioned are partners of Sea of Thieves. I think Sea of Thieves need to say, hey, you need to stop with the bashing of people who run away. Be better. Learn to sail better. Catch them. Don't sit there and bitch. Don't sit there and whine. Don't sit there and cry. Are you trying to make engaging content? Sure. Maybe work on your content creating skills to be a better entertainer when what's happening in the game is, well, a little lame. Think about that. And so I really enjoyed this Reddit post and I, I really liked it because the person who is who posted it, Mr. Mr. Furious Truth, he's not saying that PvP is wrong. 
and that you should only PvE. And he's not saying PvE is wrong and you should only PvP. He's quite simply saying, from the very beginning, this game is tools, not rules. And one of the tools in your arsenal is your ability to sail a ship. Which means if you don't have the time, or if you don't have the skill, or you frankly don't want to PvP, then you have the ability, you have the right to run away. And no one should be able to say differently. Is it frustrating as a PvP player to chase a ship for two hours? Sure it is. Sure it is. But I promise you in those two hours, you probably had an opportunity to make some sort of move and stop that chase and you either failed to execute or you didn't see it and you need to work on your ability to chase someone. I don't think I've ever had a chase last more than an hour because nine times out of 10, the person you're chasing is going to make a mistake and you have to identify that quickly and capitalize on it. And if you don't, well, that means your skill is not that great. You can be the greatest gunslinger on the seas. You can be the greatest sword slashing scallywag out there. If you can't get to them, you are not the greatest pirate on the seas. In order to be great at the seas, you have to both be able to maneuver your ship properly, execute what you need to execute, and then PvP. That's the only way you can be good. If you're only good at shooting the eye of reach and hitting your shots, guess what? Your shots don't matter if you can't get to them. If you're great at the one blunder, guess what? Your shots don't matter unless you get on their boat. If you're great at sword maneuverability, guess what? Your sword means absolute dick. Unless you stop them. In fact, you might as well just get a limp ramen noodle out, out your pants. Just unsheathe the limp ramen noodle because that's what your sword actually means until you out-navel someone and can get on their boat and actually slice their face off. So I really liked this post. <clears throat> now, of course, if we scroll down and actually look at some of the comments, some people are obviously the polarizing sides of PVP or PVE, um, whatever it is. But several people made great points, such as, you're my favorite kind of player and I wish more players were like you. I wish more players were like that too. Even if I lose my ship, we'll be back. Good, you should go back. But we can't bash players for playing the game they want, playing the game how they want to play the game. That is how this game is designed. This game has been always designed as a sandbox game that allows you to play however you want. <clears throat> and there's a lot of toxicity behind that if you're not playing the game the way I want you to play it. It's a very self-entitled, egotistical bullshit approach at life and at video games. Don't expect other people to do what you do. They can play the game however they want. If they want to be on a live server and 
alliance up with three different ships to do a Fort of the Damned and you're on a sloop and want to steal it and you get absolutely trash canned because you've got a galleon and two brigantine full crews going against you and your buddy, guess what? Tough shit. They're playing the game they want to. Play the game the way you want to. If the game you want to play is to get in there and dumpster one ship at Fort of the Dam to steal it, well, that's probably not the server for you. If you're one of those players who likes a challenge and you're like, hey, two people against the world. Let's go, Tater. If that's you, then that's a good server for you. But we can't continue to be players that are toxic and upset about other players playing the game the way they want to. If they don't want to fight and they want to run, well, guess what? Outsail them, catch them, and make them fight. There you go. That's how easy it is. And I really wish Rare would do a lot better job of monitoring their partners and big-time content creators because I view... I view people bashing someone on their stream for running away the same as I view someone in-game yelling on a hot mic insults. It's the same thing. You're still degrading another player. You're degrading another player. And it needs to stop. It needs to stop across all games. But I thought that was a really good, I thought that was a really good uh, post. I thought it was was well thought out and and well typed. Um, of course, you know, as I said before, we've got uh, ridiculous amounts of just stupid in the uh, in the comments section. But you know, that's how the comment sections always go. <laughs> but it is what it is. I thought it was great. Um, let me let me know what you guys think. Hit me up on Twitter. Join the Discord. Um, you know, however you want to reach out, let me know what you think about people, uh, who run away. Do you think that's fair game or do you think that it's dumb and cowardly? What do you, what do you think? I've already told you my stance. Don't be toxic. Just don't be toxic. Um, one last thing I want to say, and this is, this is really funny. One of the Sea of Thieves partners, um, I believe he's a partner, uh, Fuzzy Bond, really cool dude on, on Twitch. You want to check him, uh, check him out as Twitch or as YouTube. Uh, it's, um, it's it, fuzzy bond on Twitter, P H U Z Z Y B O N D fuzzy bond posted a, uh, a tweet the other day. And, uh, I thought this was interesting. So the post is what is sea of thieves question mark. And he responded with a game where you can launch out of a cannon, carrying a banjo while playing music. Then fall in the water and all the strings will be perfectly tuned while still playing music. Your turn. And some of these responses are absolutely uh, hilarious. Um, <laughs> a game where you can sail your ships to gorgeous locales, then spend half a day firing yourself out of cannon trying to reach a chair to sit in. A game where you can, where in the span of an hour, you can go from being the saltiest swashbuckler on the high seas to watching all of your hard stolen treasure get scooped up by someone saltier. 
A game where you can crunch banana peels and all, yet somehow leave the bones of a half-eaten fish. A game where you can fire your dog out of a cannon while playing Yo-Ho-Ho from Pirates of the Caribbean. This is a good one. A game where putting your sails flat is faster against the wind and even sidewind. A game where rowboats weigh more than ships and harpoons are strong enough to pull ships onto land. And of course, mine, because I'm a huge Whose Line Is It Anyways fan. A game that's more Whose Line Is It Anyways than <clears throat> and less black sails where physics are made up and hit markers don't matter. Thank you very much, guys, for tuning in and listening to episode 40 of Pirate Talk Radio. I am Davram. You are the audience. Thank you very much. And I'll see you next week on Pirate Talk Radio.